All right, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, welcome to the official first annual Star Spangled episode of Go Tell to Wall podcast. I am your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And as you can tell from the white noise, we're, we got a little, we've got a little event going on today, and uh, and we're having a little bit of fun with it. But you are going to deal with a. With a little bit of probably some technical issues as well as a little bit of white noise and most likely some fireworks because we are coming live to you from Highland Park, California, so keep that in mind as well. Uh, all right, let's get into it. It is 4th of July, and of course, I do need to mention our important housekeeping things, and that would be social plugs. You can always follow us on uh, Twitter. <laughs> can you tell? It's it's a little crazy here. You can follow us on Twitter at TellTheWallPod and, of course, my own personal Twitter account at MagicMuppet. And, of course, we have everything going up on YouTube, including this live feed, which is currently live on Facebook, but will go on YouTube as well. So search for us on YouTube. Search Go Tell It to the Wall, and you're going to find our channel. Subscribe, like all the videos, consume all the videos, get your dose of common sense between episodes and all that good stuff. And, of course... SeanO'RourkeLive.com, which is your go-to place for all of those things that I just mentioned, as well as our Indiegogo. Keep that in mind. We do still have our Indiegogo going live right now, looking for as much as much donation donations <laughs> as much as many people helping us out as they can so check it out indiegogo uh search go tell to wall studio you're gonna find us on indiegogo i'm trying to get the uh the the link up on the live feed right now but it's gonna be a little difficult because it's just it's madness here right now it's absolute madness uh i debated even doing this episode during the ridiculous barbecue we have right now but i figured you know what we're gonna have some fun with it we're gonna go off the rails we're gonna have some people over here on the live feed uh and have some fun with it so, happy 4th of July to all of you out there. I do want to talk a little bit about the beer we have this week. Mary, if you want to come join in for just a moment, uh, we do have a very special brew from Stone. This would be the Scorpion Bull IPA. Mary, did you get a chance to try your, your Scorpion Bull IPA just, no, just yet? No? Oh, somebody get Mary her Scorpion Bull IPA. There we go. So we're going to try that out. Here, let's you know what? Let's shift this camera. There we go. Thank there we go. That's perfect. Thank you, friend. Uh, so we do have our, our Stone Scorpion Bowl IPA, which is a limited edition IPA from Stone that they put out a little while ago. I've been enjoying it. Mm. We actually did a beer review, a Go Tell Us Brewery beer review of this one a little while yeah. ago. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't had it on official podcast, and I figured since it's 4th of July, we've got the great Mary Doodles here, who I'm just realizing the camera is a little too tall for you. No, no, no Mary, I think it's perfect. I, I think it works better this I way. It gives a, a little extra personality, I think right? It, it I mean, that's my the thing. Aesthetic. It does. Uh, I'm trying to promote myself more as a, a shorter person, not to say shorter. Person. Okay. Um, okay. I, I see. I, I, I'm too yeah. tall for that. Uh, to be considered a, a little person, um, but I'm getting as close as I can. This is just embracing your uh, what is what is a vertical your vertical challengeness, right? It a vertical gift. A vertical gift. It's a vertical gift. Uh, Mary's not vertically challenged. She's no. vertically gifted, which is important. This coloring, by the way. Are you guys going? Oh, okay. some friends are heading out of the party. Uh, thank you, Colin and Melody, and their lovely children for coming by. Let's do this again very soon, please. You guys are so close. Yeah. Sorry, my God. Just anytime. Let's do it. We got the pool. We got all the stuff. We'll do it. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, so we're getting into it. It's Fourth of July. Surprisingly, the fireworks are kind of light this year, which I, I don't. I'm not understanding what's happening with the lightness of the fireworks. Are you a little surprised by that, Mary? 
You've, you've spent uh, quite a few. Uh, am, I, am I directing to this microphone or any microphone? Any microphone. Oh, cool. Um, really, this are one's gonna pick us both party? up. I wanna get the we are getting a bit of the party. That's the thing right now. I'm, I keep trying to, to kind of direction our microphones here. So, yeah. so here we're getting a lot of just us. Uh, on the live feed, I think they're gonna be getting a lot of the party as well. But that's okay. It's Fourth of July. We're all yeah. drinking. I mean. Who out there isn't drinking yeah. too much right now? I mean, right? you throw this on, you're at home alone. Maybe you're not in America. Maybe you're not American. And that's more than that's acceptable. That's what it is. Uh, we, we will allow that. Absolutely. Um, just turn this on in your apartment. And have some fun. With your cats. Have some fun. Play some games. And Absolutely. feel like you're, you're at a party as well. Um, mm -hmm. And it's interesting that you say that, Mary, because uh, Go Tell It to Wall podcast actually has quite a few listeners in Russia. Ooh. I don't know why, uh, but we do get some Russian, some listeners out of Russia, surprisingly. So maybe they're, I don't know, they could just be watching me. I, you know, we, you never know what's happening on, happening when it comes to the podcast, especially with how much junk we talk about the Orange Menace. Uh, <laughs> they could just be coming after us. Uh, hey, Eric, we got Eric joining the live feed here. Hi, we're gonna wave. Uh, like I said, we're just having some fun with the live feed. We're going to put this up as an official Star Spangled episode of Go Tell Us The Wall podcast, uh, but as you can tell, we're pretty much off the rails here. Let, let's get into some stuff that, well, actually, let, so here's what, we talked about the beer, uh, and let me officially introduce the great Mary Doodles right Hi. now. This is uh, my forehead. I, yes, this is true, this is Mary's forehead. I am fortunate enough to, uh, to have Mary as a sister-in-law. She is stuck with me in my family. Oh, we're, we're losing connection on the live feed. I have a feeling that was going to happen. Get off of the Wi-Fi, all of you party guests. I'm trying to do some things. Anyway, uh, so that's coming back. Well, like I was saying, we do have the great Mary Doodles here. Uh, if you're not familiar with Mary Doodles, please check her out on YouTube. Mary Doodles. Just search Mary Doodles. Yeah. We probably have an official. What is it? YouTube.com YouTube. slash Mary Doodles. Uh, yeah, Mary Doodles on everything. YouTube, yeah. Instagram. That's all I got to do. You can find Mary Doodles everywhere. She is uh, much greater than Go Tell Us The Wall podcast. And we're we're lucky to have her on the podcast right now helping us out to, to, to get some visitors I, and, and everything else. I pulled myself away from the snack table. She did. Yeah. See, this is the key. When Mary is in your family and you have to make her do these things, uh, you just you, you lure her with food. So I, I fired up the barbecue. I've been barbecue and beer, yeah, and good Stone Scorpion Bolt IPA. Uh, fired up the barbecue this morning, got the beer flowing, and then oh, suddenly I just have a have a yard full of people here. But it's fantastic. It is Fourth of July, uh, and like I said, we do have the, the great Mary Doodles here. No, no, you're good. Uh, so I want to talk about one thing that did happen today, Mary, and I know you're aware of this one, and that would be the woman climbing the Statue of Liberty today in New York. She climbed the base of the Statue of Liberty, Liberty today, uh, unfurled a banner, from what I understand. I didn't actually see I, the banner. I, yeah, I believe it was uh, her, and it was a collection of people. Um, she got the notoriety, probably, because she was a woman, not saying. Uh, <laughs> no, she, I think like she climbed up the highest, too, and gave the authorities a, a run for their money. But, um, yeah, how do you feel about that? It's freedom of expression on Independence Day. You know, I think it is, it's definite freedom of expression. And uh, and anyone that listens to Go Tell the World podcast knows that we are big proponents of yeah. peaceful protest. Yes. You know. Because here's the thing. If anybody, if any one of those police officers or rescuers uh, slipped and fell and died in uh. that process of trying to retrieve her, it would suck. Or if she was, like, throwing things at them and being a, a total dick. But it seemed like from the footage she just climbed up and was like playfully and being cheeky, like, 
I'm staying out of the way. I'm yeah. not going to let you get me. Uh, I mean, that's fine. I feel like that's valid. Absolutely. If it's like, yeah, like, come get me. I'm not going to try and let you get hurt. Or anything, yeah. But. I would tend to agree with you on that one. And especially, here, here's a situation where you're not really holding up traffic. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you're, you're, some tourists aren't able to get into the Statue of Liberty in those in those few minutes, but you're not really holding up traffic. Uh, you know, that is one thing we deal with. Uh, happy Fourth of July. Uh, yeah, we're having a cold one. I know. One, yeah, right? I know. Yeah, we're definitely having For a cold you. one. Thanks, Eric. Uh, but one thing that happens a lot, and it happens here, it happens elsewhere, is, is the blocking of traffic, which... Honestly, on a personal level, I completely support. I, you know, I say the the whole point of protesting is to cause a stir and, and make people feel uncomfortable. Uh, but here's an instance where it's getting notoriety, and maybe people aren't necessarily feeling uncomfortable, but you're getting that notoriety. You're not really affecting a bunch of people. And I mean, it was all over the place. I got a breaking news thing. Yeah. They even did like an update on what happened to the woman. I didn't watch the particular update, yeah. but they, they did that. And so there, you're not only peaceful protest, but you're not really affecting everyone else that, that's out there in the world at that yeah. exact moment, which I think is helpful. Here's the you thing know. with that is, and this might be just like a very Los Angeles perspective, because in this town, show business is the business, and a lot of people start thinking in the way of presentation. Uh, yeah. And... So in my shallow way, a protest in a way is sort of presenting. You're representing your viewpoint. And if you protest like a dick, the cause you represent is at stake. And in this case, they were, uh, it was like a, an abolish ICE yeah. thing. You know, it, was, yeah. it was anti-ICE, anti-raiding families Absolutely. and separating people from their children, which is a terrible, terrifying thing to think. Uh, whether or not somebody broke the law, like, is the reaction justified? Is a question, and absolutely, I feel like no, it's an overstep, it's a misstep. Yeah, especially if you flip it to like, would they do that to Canadians? I don't exactly. Know. But, uh, oh, as far yeah. as the protest goes, and like the way you do it, I feel is uh, it's very impactful for what you're representing. And, um, that's just something to think about for all of you out there who are considering protesting in some way. You could do something where you block the streets, the main highways and arteries, uh, you disrupt everyone's day-to-day -day life and make them feel uncomfortable because, you know, like, to make society around you feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. in recognition of someone else's suffering, yeah. I get that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, it's sort of... Imagine you're going into Trader Joe's and somebody with a clipboard stops you and wants to talk to you about something and you're not in the mood, you're stressed or you're hungry or you're late for something. You know, it's just time and place. Like someone is interrupting your life and they can you know, create an opposite effect of what they actually want. Yeah. I, I feel like the Statue of Liberty protest long story short. Uh, yeah. I think that was charming. I think it was cheeky. It really did affect like the tourists there on the island. But then get a story. You know, you're going yeah. to see the Statue of Liberty. It's Fourth of July. You have the whole family there. It's amazing. Uh, and then this crazy protester close it down. What? Can't be mad at that. Yeah. I would absolutely yeah, agree with fun. that. And who doesn't want to climb on a giant statue? Yeah. That's true. I mean, who As doesn't want to climb burner. on a giant? And that, who that's, does not want to climb? Yeah, but exactly. I mean, everything gets climbed yeah. at the burn. And that's that's interesting that you bring that up because uh, 
I think that is an important thing to consider because as I was saying, it is important to make people uncomfortable to a certain res to a certain extent. Yes. But like you what you're alluding to is you have a point that you're making, but you don't want that point overshadowed. And we've seen how that can that point can be overshadowed even when you're not doing anything wrong. All uh, the the racial injustice protests that happened in the NFL. Yeah. Really, this is not making, it, it's making people uncomfortable. It's not affecting what they're doing on a daily basis. It, it really, it just isn't. Yeah. No matter what you say, it's, it's not. But people that disagree with it tend to flip that narrative and turn it into something else. And so with what you're saying, that makes absolute sense because you want to go up to that line, but you don't want it overshadowed by something that is inaccurate. Yeah, you, you, know? you don't want your actions to become the headline. Exactly. Uh, I think that's the that's the key yeah. takeaway you, there. You are not the star of the show. Your message is. Absolutely. Um, then again, that's me. I'm a middle child. I'm <laughs> from Minnesota. So my protests are going to mm -hmm. be middle of the road. Middle of the road protests. I don't think there's anything wrong with middle of the road protests I'm aiming at all. for the Goldilocks zone of mediocrity. Absolutely. Thank you. We can all just strive for mediocrity. I think that's uh, I think that's a big goal for everybody. Mm -hmm. to strive for mediocrity, and then if you get further, you get further. Yeah. Absolutely. That's one crazy uh, creative protest method. Have you thought of uh, methods of protest that you would enact? You know, I don't. You would legit act upon, and how you would pull that off? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. How I always, would you protest? Something? Yeah, I don't know. Other I mean, than, like, I always see these. Retweeting. Yeah, I always <laughs> see these marches, and and obviously the retweeting. Um, you know, and then I could sit here and say that I I post videos and and record episodes where where we talk about these things, but yeah. eh, I mean it's a forum protest. Uh, but I don't know. I think that's something that's uh, that's interesting. And this isn't it's political, but it's not because regardless of what side of the aisle you fall on, uh, it comes down to how passionate are you about certain things, and then what would you do. To help enact change on those things, right? It's really a, it's a good question. It's a tricky thing, yeah. And like yeah. how hard it, like how close it is, because yeah. people who are willing to shut down the freeway and say, I don't care if ambulances can't get to the hospital. Yeah. I mean, anyone who says that, I truly believe, is not legit, seriously rendering the power of what they're saying. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's yeah. a kind of flippant remark. I yeah. Um, but if you feel very strongly about people who are dying or people who are imprisoned wrongfully and that's an imminent, immediate thing, I get the heat, I get the passion. Yeah. I think goodness, like, someone acted on it in a way. Yeah. Um, but it, if you are demanding respect, you need to dish it out first. I, I feel like you need to lead with what you're preaching. Absolutely. That's a good point too. That's a good point too. Absolutely, I and think uh, I think that's important when it comes to to enacting change. Who the soapbox feels so good to stand no. on? <laughs> I like it. I mean, seriously, <laughs> I like it because here's the thing: soapbox or not, that's just that's really just common sense. You know, it's really just common. You know, it's common sense. Stand up for what you believe in, and, and what extent will you go to for that? Uh, and when it comes to protesting, I, I have a line that I try not to cross, and especially with the unfortunate events uh, that happened in in Baltimore, Annapolis, with with the Gazette there uh, like a week ago. Um, I find myself in an interesting position where I have a wife and child at home. 
So I'm a little more cautious when it comes to certain things, whereas I might go a little more over the line if I wasn't worrying about a, uh, a wife and daughter. Right. You know, um, so those are interesting things that kind of play into that as well, I think, um, when it comes to, to as far as what you're passionate about. And I think uh, I think certain talents coming into, you know, it's, it's using your abilities uh, to, to protest and try and enact change. So for me, this is a way of doing it. You know, for you, this is a way of doing it where where you can express your opinions. And, and there's some people out there who can't express these opinions vocally. You know what I mean? Uh, vocally. We've got Elena on the live feed uh, who's complaining about being banned from the Wi-Fi. So here's the interesting thing, wall fans, common sensors. We do have, I, I basically banned everyone from the Wi-Fi while we were doing the live stream here. Okay, basically, and, uh, Sean gets on his megaphone from Burning yeah. Man and just announces <laughs> to this, this is, it's a big party. There are a lot of babies, a lot of children, uh, a couple dogs, um, some feral creatures everywhere, and uh, Sean just like whips out the megaphone and announces everyone should quiet down and get off the Wi-Fi. Yeah. It's amazing. It kind of half works. Yeah. It, so ha it half works. You have a, a whole community of friends to thank for this. Yeah, absolutely. I keep adjusting that. It's so funny trying to figure out what's the... There we go. I think yeah. that's the best way to go. I feel I'm not directing my voice no, no, at the microphone. No, no, you're good. What I, I'm trying I'm to so pick up to, like, a little... I'm so used to, like, direct camera, so I'm like... I know. <laughs> well, that's always my problem oh, with, uh, with the podcast is, is is trying to get everything in the in the right spot and, and do everything. Oh, that's I, I, sweet spot. Well, you know what's extra oh, funny? Hi. So there we have Elena, who is currently... Don't knock the GoPro over. Move the GoPro over to here. Oh, hey. No, no, not because of Elena, but I just realized, like, I had the GoPro setup taken, which we always do for podcast episodes, but it's basically taking photos of my back uh, and not even seeing Mary. Oh. So that's kind of ridiculous because we need to we here? need to see the lovely Mary Doodles over Probably here. Be, like, on the yeah. Well, that, now you no no here I got it. There we go. That's where we need there it. There we are. It's just taking stills. It's not doing video. No. That's what I do. Hey Mookie, I hope you're enjoying your fourth. Man, ooh. No, that our yeah, that's that's my buddy Mookie. Mookie. Uh, we went to film school together. Hello. And uh, he is not in the West Coast time, so it's, it might be he's a little later on the Fourth of July. He might might have fireworks starting soon here. Mmm. It's still tasty uh, Scorpion Bowl IPA. Uh, I need to, we need to find the uh, the ama oh oh here we go here we go Bridget Bridget come on over here. Let's talk. This is something I've been looking forward to. So right now we have the amazing, ma amazing, amazing Bridget Hassong. Uh, so Hello, this is, it's kind of going here. You don't need to direct anywhere necessarily. Uh, but Bridget, by just just out of the goodness of her heart, is our on-air producer, and I roped her into it because she was helping us out one day, and I completely just roped her into it. And, and now she's stuck with it. She does it. We don't pay her any money. No. She actually she actually pays. The podcast money to, to ensure that the podcast continues to go. I do donate. Yes, right? To to what? Patreon? Patreon. And Indiegogo. Need to donate to both of those. Yes, uh, let's as keep as this much going. as you can. Every do we need to keep this going. Keep this man in beer in uh, beard products. Yes. And uh, and beer. That's um, really what it is. What's the beer? Uh, oh we talked about it. it's the Scorpion Bowl IPA from oh, Stone. Nice. I don't think I showed the bottle. 
Yeah. So it's a fancy beer we've got this week, uh, or this week, the Star Spangled episode. It's not even this week. It's America. It's, it's a special, Mer- exactly, uh, special America episode where we're having some fun. But I am so excited because I could finally have Bridget on camera, like on air, which she's kind of on air, but she's really on air uh, via text yeah. and, 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 and on the live Just feed. Just chiming in now and again yes. with all my smart remarks. Absolutely. That's what it is. And then the feedback. Uh, Bridget really does help to keep the uh, to keep the podcast moving along. Speaking of feedback, of there is that... a large contingent of people who are upset that they can't use the Wi-Fi to watch the live stream right now. I know, and I'm noticing that happening. But here's the thing. If everyone was on the Wi-Fi, the live stream wouldn't happen. <laughs> and you know what's extra interesting about this is... Everyone wants to watch a live stream, but they're sitting like 10 feet from the live stream. It's not the same if you're not staring into your small telephone we do, device? We do live in a world like that, where you have to be staring at your, your small telephone. Um, otherwise, it doesn't count, right? I mean, everything has to be hashtagged. We, we didn't hashtag the Star Spangled episode or anything like that. I'm sandwiched between two internet celebrities. You are. You are. I don't even know what and to we still do got Mary with here. Move, We can move it over. Here. You do nothing. Move it over. No, no, you're you good. And actually, now that we've got both of you here, let's, let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about some of our favorite 4th of July foods. Ooh. What are your favorite 4th of July foods? Uh, I like a nice corn on the cob. Yeah. Oh, corn on the cob. That's okay. A good one. That's a good one. You gotta love corn on the cob. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, the potato salad. Elena's I was scooting I was in here. Like, oh, hi, Elena. <laughs> I know. Get in here, Elena. Sly. Get in here. Get in here. Elena. There's a chair in the way. That's the problem. Strawberry cucumber salad? This is way too fancy. I can't. I don't even know if we're fancy enough for that to be at our barbecue, right? I mean. Yeah. Strawberries and cucumbers. I'm down with together. I'm down with some corn on the cob. Yeah. Definitely down with some corn on the cob. I, I just like my grilled things. Grilled meat. I'm a meat eater myself. I had a couple hot dogs already. I had a hamburger. I ate too much. I'm gonna get some bratwurst going on. I definitely this grill. have ribs. I have tried some ribs. I had ribs too. Hot dogs and I had a chicken sausage. Nice. Oh, chicken sausage. But what what are your favorites like since you were a kid? So so corn on the cob. Probably one of Bridget's favorites. Yeah. We would do, it was more of a dessert, but it's one of those Rice Krispie Treats bars where uh, it's Rice Krispie Treats mm-hmm. melted with marshmallows, so you get like that yep. crispy bar, and then you melt down Hershey's chocolate with some, it's like half and half chocolate chips and butterscotch chips. Mm-hmm. As a baking thing, you melt that down and you ice it on top so you get this like oh my. buttery chocolate. I oh had, my! I had that as well, and then the person that made it was uh, super into the fact that it was Fourth of July. So they would do uh, white chocolate, and then they would dye the, the white chocolate red, and they do their stripes. They had a field of blue, and then oh. white chocolate chips. It was it was intensely patriotic. I like that. Good time. <laughs> I'm making weird faces at my toddler who's sitting just off screen right now. Hi, Fiona. With my toddler sitting just off screen, and we have Bridget's. Still toddler sitting off screen and her young one sitting off screen as well. Oh my gosh. Say hi, internet. This is Phoebe. Everyone say hello to Phoebe Hassan. <laughs> She's the real mastermind behind uh, Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Yep, I keep her up for it every I know. That's what it is. Night. Actually, I'm just the face, which is kind of sad because if I'm the face, like, hmm, hmm. Uh, I'm just the face. Phoebe is the brains behind it. Fiona is, is the camera person, right? Fiona, over there. Can I get a high five, Fiona? Nope. No? Oh, man, that hurts. Sorry. One, but I'm not going to do anything that you just said. Because I, one, I don't 
Okay. Okay. She's. I love it. You know what's You know what's super awesome? I've got the mic set up in unit in interview mode right now. That was so clear from Fiona right there. Fiona, you're going straight into Go Tell It to Wall podcast, which is okay because your mommy and daddy help keep Go Tell It to Wall podcast moving. Way to go, honey. Yes. Fiona is one of the cutest kids around there, and she is over here eating and playing with and My Little Pony. And rolling her eyes so hard. Oh, I wonder where she gets that from, Bridget. I have no idea. I'm as sincere I as they come. I know she gets it from. Zero sarcasm. No, no one said you weren't sincere. The eye rolls can be sincere, Bridget. I mean, let's keep that in mind. Here's the thing with Bridget. I know what an eye roll looks like over text. I'm not even kidding. I know what an eye roll looks like over text. That's how that's how hardcore we go. Anyway. Oh, baby, we're having some fun here. It's okay. I start him young. You should. I know, but it's okay. People need to be quiet. Fiona. Where's the trash? It's over in that black bag over there. You see the black bag? I better go attend to a yes. family type. Bridget's going to go tend to things. Goodbye, We're going to get Chris Internet. on here in a few minutes. We'll get Chris his song over here in just a few minutes uh, and, and get him introduced. But so far right now, we, we have we have the grilled meats, which for me is, is really bratwurst, I think. I love me some bratwurst. And then corn on the cob and, uh, and, and the crazy Rice Krispie Treat sweet thing. As far as the, the favorite of the... Uh, the, the 4th of July foods. So, all good things. All good things. Chris. Let's get a little Chris a song action over here. Here we go. We're going to bring Fiona over here, too. Fiona was already getting on the microphone. We've got Chris here. Oh, Chris is drinking a fancy beer, too. Chris is drinking something that's not even the official uh, podcast beer, because we're drinking this Scorpion Bowl IPA. Now you got oh, it, oh, it's two-sided. Coronado Brewing company here's the great chris song our facts and information person really a, a secondary on-air producer but i re- i lean on him for facts and information a lot of times he just pulls it out of his head uh but he's also sitting there with the magic of google and, and getting the great things done and he's drinking do, yeah. a drinking a easy up pale how are you liking this one is this one your speed that is my speed oh uh, right. see see chris doesn't like the hoppiness as much as what we do at go tell to wall podcast he likes kind of the redder a little, little bit of hoppiness, but not the, the IPA hoppy. So, so the Coronado Brewing. We love Coronado Brewing Company. I mean, San Diego. This one was great. I, I, I came to the 4th of July party with Belgian beer. Ah. So, welcome, America. I yep. decided to grab one of these and at least have an American beer. That's okay. Well, the, the majority of the beer that I purchased for this particular party uh, was actually Tecate. Nice. From Mexico. Unfortunately, Mexico lost in the World Cup. Uh, yesterday or the day before, or whatever. Fiona, you want to wave hi to everyone? So we've got Fiona actually on camera now. She's waving hi to everyone. Say hi. Uh, and like I said, Chris, his song is, is her father and and big supporter of Go Tell the Wall podcast and and stats and information person. And of course, Chris and and, and Fiona too. I think we're gonna yeah. We're where are you going? Let me have her for a sec. Uh, I think Chris. Um, now I've got my toddler off screen. And Fiona, I think we want to get. Uh, what is your favorite Fourth of July food? Ooh, what do you like? What do you like Fourth of July? Really summer, but Fourth of July food wise, what do you enjoy? Do you like the corn on the cob? Yeah. The corn on the cob. Yeah. I think Fiona likes the corn on the cob. We have, we have pictures of her as a small child, ah. mowing down. 
I'm a burger fan. I'm, I won't yeah. lie. You throw me a cheeseburger, I'll, I'll put it down. Throw I, a cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, I'm with, I'm with the cheeseburgers. That's what I was saying was grilled things. And I just have such an affinity for bratwurst, but it, the cheeseburger's right behind it. Yeah. Like, I, give me a br- like perfect meal, brat, and a burger, and like some potatoes or some french fries or something. Perfect. Yeah. We're just good to go. Absolutely. Uh, but corn, of course, Bridget actually said, Bridget, your lovely wife, lovely mother, uh, actually said that's her favorite is the, the corn on the cob as well. So, well, that's so no surprise it, there. We brought it to your party yeah. for that oh, reason. I knew yeah. both girls. There is so it. much food happening here. And I should point out to the wall fans and comment censors, this is not the official like patron party that we've promised when we hit, hit a certain amount. This is really just our, uh, we've got some patrons here, some, some supporters, some Indiegogo supporters, and, and of course, like I said, Chris and Bridget, which were big ones, Mary and Dante, uh, who have a lot of feedback on the show, but this is not the official party. Uh, we're gonna hit that point at some at some point, 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 point at some point here, uh, and and we're gonna go crazy with the party. So look forward to that as well. Uh, but it's Fourth of July and we're having fun, and uh, and we're gonna continue doing that. Highland Park's been uh, setting off their fireworks early. Starting they, how many days ago? Oh my gosh, oh, uh, 35 days ago. 35 days ago. That's about, that's about what they do in Highland Park, and surprisingly. Today is a little quiet, I think, for the fourth. Uh, and well, you've been in—you're usually in Highland Park, Eagle Rock area for the fourth. True. What do you, this is a little quieter, I think. It's quiet now. I expect when oh. the sun goes down, it will be looking like the end of a Dodgers game. With Absolutely. Fireworks going off, and they win in every direction you can look. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why the hose is on. I leave the hose on all day on the fourth of July. It really should be all day, all month <laughs> during June and July. Uh, but I do leave it on like for the Fourth of July, just for that reason. I do know. Got to keep it years, hosed down. Years past, we've gone up to the top of Occidental. Yeah. And you can see fireworks in every direction. Oh, it's crazy. The Rose Bowl in one direction. You can Absolutely. see all the way to Universal Studios yeah. in the other, and every neighborhood is going up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what happens, despite the fact that it's completely illegal here. But I, I, en- I enjoy the shows. I wish it was just the Fourth. That's the thing for me is I wish it was just the Fourth of July. And not like the entire month leading up to the fourth, which is, that's what drives me nuts. You know, we're here, let me grab this one. With the World Cup happening, come in here. You can only expect fireworks. To be going we're trading one kid for another here. Oh, oh, here's we've got the star of the show here. So, so look, so look at Daddy. Look at Uncle Chris. Look. Oh, this is my pride and joy, who's barely been on the podcast before. Do you want to say hi? Do you want to say hi to everyone? Wave hi. Wave high. This is my absolute pride and joy. She's getting ready to go to bed soon. And because I've been so busy, I'm smoking a smoking a tri-tip today and grilling. Been a little too busy. I've not spent enough time with this bundle of joy. Oh yes, hi, hi, baby doll. But she's. Uh, I think she's about ready for for bed here. What she did think? some uh, splashing in the pool. Oh. She's had some kids her own age kicking well, that's around. That's what. I, you can tell. Like we're at that age, Chris, where. Uh, I think there were almost as many kids here today as there were adults. And I don't mean that as a bad thing. Nope. It's just, it's funny because we've had parties, and there's always been a few kids before. But today, I think we had like 15 kids. We, we keep like adding. Something crazy. We keep adding every year. Oh, it's we crazy. We couple. Yeah. For sure. And the, uh, the single people and the parentless ones are looking around going, wow, there's more and more every yep. year. Yep. It's nonstop. It's nonstop. It's called okay. growing old people. It is growing old. Zozo, look at everyone. You want to say hi? What do you think? That's the microphone. I know you just want to grab it. Look at, look at mommy. 
Look what mommy's doing. Say hi to everyone. So that's my pride and joy. We have now officially had three kids on the live feed for Star Spangled episode, which is fantastic. Right? What do you think, sweetie pie? I'm going to hand you off. Uncle Chris and I are going to have a little more fun. You see, this is what she does. She loves to do the... I don't know if your girls do that. She loves to do the cheek lean in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, can I have a kiss? And she does like... Like here. Huh? No, no, don't touch the microphone. I know. You're such a baby doll. You want to go see Mommy? All right, good night, baby doll. We're saying good night to... Oh, and my wife is just leaving. Chris is going to take her over to, uh, to Mommy. Hey, how are we doing on the grill over there? Everyone okay on the grill? I've got a double grill situation here, a smoker going, it's a little crazy. Doug, any other beer here? We're just about done with the Scorpion Bowl. Can you bring me a beer? No. Yes, please, please. Uh, so I'm gonna make people bring me beers here. Chris is coming back for a minute here. I don't know what else we're gonna, ah, what is this? Oh, but here, here, here we go. So Doug is actually pointing, uh, pointing out, bringing us, uh, Chris, I don't know if you'll like this one, Mission Brewing Plunder IPA. Plunder. Like you got to, that's what happens. When you plunder a ship, you get this. Plunder IPA. Fantastic. Actually, here, let me, we're going to open that back here. A new bottle opener just went up. I've got a little bottle opener off camera there. So we're going to try that out. Uh, Doug McLean, who's actually been on a live feed. Uh, and big fan of the show, uh, brought this bad boy over and just randomly brought it over for us. So, Chris, you might have to try this one. You know what I think we need to do now? I think we need to talk just a little bit of, let's talk just a little bit of sports while we've got Chris over here. Oh, sure, why not? So, I mean, we're in baseball season, and here's the thing. We've got a Yankees fan in our midst right now. I know, we I like know. him. We like him. Boo. No, we like him. We like him. It's okay, but we're gonna boo the Yankees. Just before I came here, we were talking Yankees. See, we were talking about the three-game series. Well, yeah, and that essentially, yeah, three-game series. I mean, the Yankees won that one, but really, I mean, let's. We all know where we're going. We're heading for a. We're heading for a race down to, uh, down to August, September. That and is. I don't. I don't want to be in a one-game playoff. But the thing is, we got this guy Chris Sale. That uh, I don't want to be in the one-game playoff. I'd rather be at the Yankees. But if we have to be in the one-game playoff, I feel pretty damn good about our chances. As long as we can start sale. If we start David Price, the Yankees have it. No. He, you know, he gave. Well, up no, we're not gonna, th- and we're not gonna end up in the one-game playoff against the Yankees. The one-game playoffs probably gonna be against Seattle, Anaheim. Still call them Anaheim. Because I think <laughs> one yeah, seat. Here's the, here's the one thing that worries me, as far as uh, as far as the playoffs. So we, we, if we have to pitch Sale in that one-game playoff and we have to play the Yankees, then I get a little nervous. I'm just not worried about the one-game playoff. However, I think the Yankees in a one-game playoff, I don't think they have a shutdown pitcher right now. As good as Severino is, I don't think they have a shutdown pitcher right now. I just I don't. I but think their Sale offense is, a, is impressive. That's the this, thing. Yeah. The offense that I was watching when they were knocking everything out of the park, they had five home runs. The Red Sox had four hits. Yeah. Four hits versus five home runs. Yeah. They were putting every single thing into the bleachers. Yeah. That scares me. That scares me a lot. Whether you just be able to live up to that level of offense against another team, that's tough. That is very tough. I it agree. reminds me of the days where the nine hitter was scary. 
And yeah. The was scary. And this out of the Yankees. It's, it's not like, yeah, yeah. out of the Yankees. Absolutely. Sure. Well, I can see that. The thing for me, though, is I'm still waiting for it in the playoffs. Because with the exception of 04 and the miraculousness that was David Ortiz in 04 in the ALCS. Smile. Say 04 oh, again. Yeah, 04 ALCS. Mm. I'm smiling, oh. folks. Oh, and thank God we can smile because I did a lot of crying after 03. Uh, but with the exception of that, the interesting thing is it, it's hard to think of a team that really mashed their way through the playoffs. And that's what gets me about the Yankees is I don't see them mashing their way through the playoffs. As much as they can hit, we haven't seen a team that can do that through the playoffs. It takes pitching. It takes pitching. So that's where I get a little more confident on the Red Sox. But we got a lot of way to go for the Red Sox, and we got a long way to go for the NBA. And you know, Chris, I've said it many times on this podcast, I'm not a big NBA fan. I'm going to start supporting the Clippers because of our good friend Kevin. And I don't have an NBA team. I love the Clippers. I gotta love the Clippers. Clippers. Sure. We're gonna go. We're. You know we're gonna do. We're gonna do do some not full live feeds. We're gonna do some live interstitials from Clippers games next year with me, Chris, Kevin, who is a big supporter of the podcast. I've mentioned him many times. We're doing some live like live stuff from the Clippers games. Uh, But I bring this up because of the madness that is Los Angeles and the great LeBron James coming to LA, and I say great. Bye, Kayla. Bye, Sarah. Bye, kids. We got people leaving the party. We literally have people leaving the party right now, Chris, and we have people that aren't at the party yet. Yeah. That's what happens on the 4th of July. That's what happens. The ones with the kids have come. Yeah. They've partaken. Yeah. They're on their way out. Then you get the single. But you have kids, and you're still here. I am. Chris. Which is okay. I've got, I've got a bed in this room right here. We just throw the kids throw the kids in the, in the, in the room right there. They're good. Any, you know, any, we all grew up like that. Anytime I'm not on the live feed watching oh, yeah. the podcast, it's because yeah. I'm putting the two kids down. Bridget will be in there putting them down. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, which I bring up on the live feeds quite a bit. I'm like, Chris and Bridget will be here uh, unless they are putting the girls down to bed. Yes, and here comes Fiona. Fiona's here. Uh, so what do you think, going back to what we were talking about, what do you think about the madness that is is LeBron James because here's here's the thing in full disclosure wall fans uh, I actually like LeBron James I'm not I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan of LeBron James I just respect him as one of the greatest NBA players to ever play and I more than that I respect the fact that he's always kept clean uh, compared to other professional athletes now however Chris is not a big fan of LeBron James but really not from per- I mean let, let's just off the top not from a personal standpoint no, not that you think no, he no. did anything no. like morally bad uh, but but t- tell Cleveland. me a little bit about how you how you feel about LeBron James. Ditching Cleveland in the middle of the night. It's funny. I was working on How I Met Your Mother. We made so many LeBron jokes. Ted Mosby being from Cleveland. Oh, yeah. That was like, we'd just throw LeBron and be like, oh, you know. just It was like the most evil thing to disappear in the middle of the night. Yeah. I do give him kudos that after he left, he came back and helped Cleveland get there, you know. he's He has the one-man show that he can do that. Yep. And I give him kudos for that. Being a Boston Celtics fan myself, see that's where it comes in. That's where it yeah. comes in. It's always it's a it's a dislike by respect. Yeah, you've got to respect him. I don't need to like him because of fear. I fear yeah. him. Yeah, and everybody should. Yeah, but now what I think that we've done, bringing LeBron to the Lakers, we are making the Celtics Lakers series back in the books where it's going to come back that's around. a good point 
He That's is, a really good point. He made the Lakers relevant. Well, not only that, but man, Ky- it's Kyrie LeBron, and right? It's Rondo, Kyrie LeBron. He Rondo. He's oh. not doing it by himself. They That's have, a good point. They have weapons now. Yeah, I didn't think about they that. They have a lot of weapons. I didn't think about that because we're not like go tell the wall. We're not Laker fans, but that's gonna be fun. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. And in fact, I said to Kevin, our good friend, uh, who's been a lifelong Clippers fan, LA native, lifelong Clippers fan, and I kind of joined on with him. I said to him, I was like, I'm not a Lakers fan, but let's go see Lakers Clippers because I want to see that LeBron. Like I've never seen LeBron in person. I yeah. do want to see him in person. Be but insane. I, I do, and I, I gotta appreciate. As a Celtics fan, and I think if I was a Celtics fan, I'd feel the same way. And uh, the best way I like to look at it, and it's funny because we don't have an example from like when we were kids or just before we were kids, but it's it's like the Jeter effect. Yeah. With LeBron James. Yes. Like you didn't like as a Red Sox fan, Chris and I both diehard Red Sox fans, like crying in '03, ridiculous adulation in '04. Just you don't like. Derek Jeter, Do but I you respect, respect him. Respect him. He One stayed the, with the Yankees oh, his whole career. Just he had a commercial where he said, "Love me or hate me, I want to be a Yankee." Yeah, Yankee my whole life. And it's 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 hard to disrespect someone like that. And like LeBron James, it's hard to be like, "I don't respect you. Sure. I don't like you because you're in the East. You're knocking out the Celtic, whatever it is." But it's hard to be like, "I disrespect you," versus like an A Rod. Uh, I mean, the big I mean, we got we got the great Seth Rosenberg sitting yeah. over here right now, who is a Yankees fan, diehard, lifelong Yankees fan. He doesn't like a Rod. No, he doesn't like it. And uh, come on, I mean, yeah. they they got a <laughs> they got a uh, they got a World Series championship in '09 because of a Rod. I mean, not Ugh. just because, but partly because of a Rod. And he still doesn't like the guy. No. So, I mean, that's where we're at, and we're gonna see how the madness plays out here. And I mean, it's gonna be madness. It is gonna be madness. It's gonna be madness in LA. I just, I kind of, I'm just. I'm eager to watch the madness, I think, is what it is for me, because uh, I don't care about the Lakers. I will never like the Lakers. The like, I, You know, it, maybe when Luke leaves, if Luke leaves, I can get over it. You know, one, yeah. two, three, Saintsman, one, two, three. I can't, I can't get behind him, uh, and it's just that's how it's going to be. But we'll see how it plays out. We're, but we're going Clipper. Clipper, I mean, Clipper. we'll go Celtics. I mean, we'll go Celtics, because give me some cheers here. You go, we'll go Celtics because, I mean, Boston connection, but we'll go a little Celtics, but we're going to go Clippers because it's hometown. Sure. And, and they're going to be the underdog. They're always the I underdog. I mean, that's going to be the L.A. under, and even more the red, now. The redheaded stepchild of L.A., oh, let's be honest. Oh, my gosh. When I they moved really here, are. the Lakers yeah. literally won like every other year. Yeah. So yeah and yeah. The, the chaos, the riots, the fires, the police officers being put into yeah. in the hospital overnight made me not really want to root for the what is essentially my arch rival, being yeah. a Celtics fan, anyways. Oh, yeah. But it just made it. It compounded it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, here's here's the thing. I think as an LA fan, is the you can you're fine. You just get in there, Rachel. You're fine. You want to you want to come sit. You want to come get on camera. You can come get on camera. Well, I, we're talking right. a little sports, but you can come, come in and get here. This is this is the great Rachel Allen. Hi. Uh, everyone, everyone's just great today, and I'm not saying Rachel's day. not great. It's just I'm realizing that I've introduced everyone as the great, uh, but they all they are all great. It's a great day. Um, I was making a point about the, I forgot it. Something about the Lakers. Uh, oh, but that's the thing is it, it's very difficult to. To like the Lakers and Rachel, you haven't you haven't lived in LA that no. long, but there's certain teams, and I think this happens in other cities. 
But as if, if you haven't been a long-time fan... And, and let's be honest, Chris. It's it, like the Patriots. Yeah. It, unless you've been a long-time fan, like, you're not suddenly becoming a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a bandwagoner, you're not suddenly... Be- and people the Lakers really remember the one in fifteen Patriots. Exactly. <laughs> What's what I, I tell people? Well, they're like, and that's so the Golden State <laughs> Warriors. Yeah. yeah, Golden State Warriors have, are constant. They're like it's like the Patriots of the NBA, and I'm like, y'all realize the Patriots went ten years without winning a championship. They didn't win three out of four. They didn't win. They didn't go to four in a row and win three of them, and then go to the next one. They went anyway. Three coaches in four years. The Lakers are from LA, like Rachel. Rachel's asking. Uh, But the thing with the Lakers is, as I was trying to get to, and just very tangented here, Rachel, you'll learn this is what we do at Go Tell Us the Wall. Chris knows. Uh, We get very tangented. So, what I with the Lakers, it's very hard to like casually just be like, oh yeah, I'm a Lakers fan, because. You either like the Lakers or you don't like the Lakers. It's kind of like the Yankees, the Sox, the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Even now, where the Lakers haven't won for a couple years, you either like them or you don't like them. And that's how it is when it comes to the casual fans like myself, where I'm like, I'm an enemy. I'm not. I'm ah, I'm an enemy. But the Clippers, you know, all about it. Or even the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers have a history. But I can get behind sure. the Dodgers. Sure. I mean, as long as they ain't playing the Sox, I'll cheer for the Dodgers. And, uh, that can be my second team. I'll give the them my second team. Lakers are not a basketball team. Lakers are a basketball team. Are Dodgers basketball are a baseball team. team. I was, I was confused. I, was like, I know. Which sport are we talking? About? We're gonna. What happened is we got into our sports segment and you got a little close, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, a little too close. So, but what we're gonna do here is since you're here, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna ask the question, and that would be, what is your favorite Fourth of July food? This is something we're getting from everybody. Favorite Fourth of July food. Um. This cake that my family used to make, that's oh. a chocolate cake it's with cream cheese frosting. Okay. And then you take uh, raspberries, blueberries, and strawberries, and you make an American flag. Oh. With all of those fruit on top. I like it. I like that's it. So you like the sweets. Yeah. I was, like, wondering if we're going to have cupcakes or something. Like, I was going to. I think I was like, do I need sweets. to go get something? No, there sweet? are sweets. <laughs> I feel like, you know what? Well, you know, Rachel, I'm, I'm a, I have a big sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get that from my father. My my father is yeah, a sweet guy. Too. Like yeah. I grew up with desserts, mm-hmm. had to have desserts, and I constantly do that. And uh, if we don't, if we don't have an official dessert, which I think we do, uh, I got you, because mm-hmm. I got a stash. Okay. So I got Amazing. you. So don't worry about that. <laughs> Thank uh, you. So I like that that you bring up the the sweetness. Yeah. And I do like the cream cheese frosting. Cream cheese frosting is oh, the way to go. So Every underrated. Time. So under like in general, and it beca- it came to promenition. I feel like a few years ago, because the red velvets were so popular, oh, yeah. that everyone was like, "Oh, cream cheese frosting." But it only it was this like little time frame, and it's like, "No, no, cream cheese frosting still good." Still amazing. Yeah, still like all about the, the yeah, yeah, all about the cream. I can do cream cheese frosting anytime. In fact, my mother, we used to get uh, like double chocolate muffins. You know, like chocolate muffins, chocolate chips. And she taught me when I was a kid, you spread a little cream cheese on there. It's it's terrible for you. Like, you shouldn't shouldn't eat this. It's terrible, but it's so good. Did you, like, do the thing where you slice it in half and then make the sandwich? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't make the sandwich. I'd slice it in half and just spread a whole side of it and then eat that and eat each side, you know, type thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that worked, too. But all about the... larger than cupcakes. Oh, yeah. Well, all about the... uh, Oh, you see, you do it for the cupcakes. For cupcakes, but the, yeah. yeah. It's see, like, I, you just not as there's something about that, and I think I'm just too stubborn. <laughs> You're just too excited to get the cupcakes. That's what it is. Like, I think because I, I learned that a few years ago it. with the beauty of internet, mm-hmm. where it was like, oh yeah, you split this in half, and I was like, yeah. nope. 
<laughs> like, I'm just still in this weird, uh, no, I eat cupcakes this way from when I was a kid type thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm all about that. I like it. And we've actually had a couple of the, uh, the sweetness kind of inputs on the, on the 4th of July foods. So we will have sweetness for you. I, pr I promise you that. I promise you that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, our live feed is having some trouble. This this is the uh, this is still That's going, but our, our live feed. Hey, hey, party goers! If you're on the Wi-Fi, get the hell off. I'm having some trouble here. The live feed is literally happening right here. You don't need to watch it on a phone. Anyway, so we're having some trouble connecting the live feed right now, and uh, it's because people at the party are insisting on watching the live feed. Even though the live feed is happening right in front of them. Yeah, we're having some trouble here, Chris, on the live feed. I'm going to leave it going. I'm going to leave it going. What? Are you leaving? Okay, chill. I'm sweating over here, Chris. I was going to say. I'm sweating. Absolutely. It's supposed to be 112 on Friday. I can't. I can't. Well, you're going to get 112. Chris, for those of you not familiar with the Los Angeles area, Chris actually lives in the valley, which is basically, and I don't mean this from a morals or, or things happening standpoint, but the valley is essentially the the Hades of Los Angeles, uh, simply from a temperature standpoint. From a temperature. Really, standpoint. just like I don't nothing nothing else about it. It's not evil or anything. From a it is the hottest part of Los Angeles. In fact, for those of you that don't live in the Los Angeles area, whenever you get temperature stuff from around the country. And they talk about it. Usually when they're talking about the hottest part of Los Angeles, it's what? Woodland Hills. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Woodland right. Hills. And, and Chris. Uh, Isn't far. Oh. Maybe 10 minutes from there. I mean. Yeah. Too, it's too hot. It's too hot. And I can't. Uh, I'm, I'm dreading. I'm dreading this week because it's just heat wave coming. I, I said to my wife and daughter, I was like, I think, I think I'm taking, taking my daughter. So. Uh, walking around the mall. I'm not a big yeah. mall fan, but I think we're gonna go to the mall on Thursday and Friday. They have little play areas which you can take them. They well, and just to walk. Yeah. For God's sake, like I gotta get out and walk. That's the thing. And I get up in the, when I get up in the morning, and I don't have to get up super early because because die my wife my wife for those of you on the live feed and, and the podcast, uh, she tends to get up a little earlier and she she usually gets gets Zofia out oh, of bed. She's got the morning routine. Yeah. 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 Which and it's not so much like you need to have. Uh, you need to do this. It's just that's her time. Uh, but nonetheless, she'll get her up. And so it's like I get to sleep in a little bit. Sometimes I, I get up in the morning. Past couple weeks, I'm like, oh, no. No. <laughs> like it's already too hot. It's already too hot to deal with this. And I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. And that's what we're going to be doing this week. I right, Seth? We're done. Yeah. We're done. Absolutely. I will tell you. As a... Uh a man walking his young daughter around the mall, you will be a very popular man. You will get lots of I know. eyes from a lot of You know what's funny? Is I do oh. this I do this at the park. It's funny you bring that up because I do it at the park and I get these nannies, these nannies, these little like hipster oh, no. nannies. They look at me and they see me with Zoe. And honestly, I, I'm not even saying like I'm a super good looking dude, but they there's these nannies and they're just taking care of kids all day and they go to the park and they see a relatively attractive dude come to the park with a kid and they're like, ooh. And I do this a lot. I'm like scratching my face with my left hand. I'm like, <laughs> and I, I want to talk to all of them, but I just, and I want to talk to them because I'm like, oh, how old's your kid? Give me some tips. You want, oh, our kids can play. Like, oh, it's not your, your kid, your nanny. Is a chick magnet. It is. Yeah, my daughter is a chick magnet. 
It's true. It's true. Tell me, tell me who's joined us on the live feed here. Oh, Chris. We have the amazing Darshan right now. Darshan, you're actually on. So ignore the, the words that are there. You're just a little short. Uh, Darshan is our original number one wall fan. Kevin, don't go far. We're bringing you in here in a minute. Our original one. Uh, from the beginning, she kind of lost her title but didn't lose it to Kevin. But Kevin decided that they can share it. Kevin, come on in here. Come on in here. Are you getting a good beer? No. Kevin. Kevin's getting a Diet Coke. I'm, I'm a responsible driver tonight. Oh, you're driving tonight? Yeah. Oh, so this is actually, I'm kind of happy because I've actually been super drunk with Kevin. Like, here, move over a little bit. I've been super drunk with Kevin so many times in my life. But here's what I'm going to do is since Kevin is driving tonight, I haven't even seen Leia. I just realized that. Leia's running around somewhere. Kevin's dog's running around here somewhere. Since Kevin is driving tonight, Shannon, you're in trouble. Shannon's in trouble. Uh, Shannon is Kevin's girlfriend. And since I know for a fact that Kevin is driving tonight, that means I'm going to feed Shannon as many beers as possible until the end of the night just because it'll be fun. Leia's coming over here. We got Leia coming over to the feed. Anyway, I bring Darshan over here, which is actually, this is a momentous occasion for Darshan. Darshan will be on another when we actually do, like, the official Patreon thing. Oh, my gosh. That's a Leia. I know. We have so many. Leia's like, what are you doing? Uh, Leia's a big wall fan common sensor as well. Right, Kevin? You make her listen. Put the headphones Every on. Every week. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I bring oh, this up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to get out of the way. Oh, my gosh. But, Kevin, don't go far because we're still going to talk about you. But we have our resident bodybuilder here. Your hair, Brad. I know. I know. Yeah. Brad's going to, Brad's just, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> Only because Brad's kind of sexy, so we, we allow it because Brad's kind of sexy. Uh, for those of you that aren't on the live feed, only listening to the audio, uh, our, our good friend Brad, who is sexy as hell, is currently posing in front of the camera uh, and, and showing off his muscles to everyone. Uh, Bradley actually uh, is, is dating Darshan. That's why... I, I was just going to say, that's why Bradley's here. That's not why Bradley's here. Uh, Bradley is also a good friend. I'm just pointing that out because... Bradley and Dar yeah, Darshan brings Bradley along. Uh, no, Bradley is a good friend. Bradley was at at my freaking bat. If, if you were in my bachelor party uh, three years ago when I got married, you you know that you were a good friend of mine. And not that it's anything great to be a good friend of mine. It's just you know that you were a good friend of mine because I only invited a few friends of mine. Uh, and he's also sexy as hell, which is just fine. I I remember the days when I had time to take care of myself, and I still couldn't get as sexy as Bradley. Uh, but I did get close to sexy as far as skinniness and, and kind of a little muscle. Now I'm just kind of like a jello blob. That's what happens when you have kids and you get fat and you start putting on weight and yeah, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, uh, Kevin, come back in here. I want to I talk about you guys. I'm not even on an hour in the live feed. Uh, so I bring the both of them in here. So Darshan, I, I want to talk about both of you, but Darshan is the original number one wall fan uh, who really was supporting the podcast from the very... And there's many that supported the podcast from the beginning, uh, but Darshan was from the very beginning. I think it was like episode zero, and Darshan came to my house and was like, oh, I just listened to your podcast, and I was like, oh, I haven't even really promoted the podcast. <laughs> she found it. She, uh, she listened to it, promoted it, and she was one of the ones from the very beginning posting a lot of those gifts and everything else. There go the fireworks. 
uh, Highland Park, America. We're going to have some fireworks. Uh, so that's why we bring Darshan in here. Uh, she's also a patron. Yay. Also a patron. Darshan is a patron supporter of the show beyond just being a wall fan and common censor. And that's what I, I spread around the party. We got this little jar here. That's for the Indiegogo campaign. Anyone that wants to throw some money in there, that is for the Indiegogo campaign that's going to help with the studio. Uh, but like I said, Darshan, patron, big fan of the show. Uh, and in fact, I don't, well, we posted your photo on the Facebook page, but that's going to go in the fan photos on Sean O'Rourke Live as well. I'm just still sorting through all of that. Uh, and then Kevin, who I've talked about on the podcast many times. Get in a little closer, Kevin. Show your, show your face there. I, I've talked about Kevin. Kevin has, is a longtime patron uh, as well as an Indiegogo supporter. I've talked about, yes, we, I've talked about Kevin, and we've talked about the Dodgers. We are semi yes. Dodgers fans because semi. of Kevin. Sophia I, is fan I can't, number one. Yes. Dodgers no, no. Number one, home girl. Do LA girl number one. Sophia, that is her National League team. <laughs> she can she can be a National League. But Kevin, here's the thing: you can't give me a hard time, and I don't want to I don't want to go into sports because we did we did good with sports. Uh, but the O'Rourke family are we are we are semi Dodgers fans because of you and because we live in LA. Right. Uh, but and. As it should be. After the Sox. <laughs> after the Red Sox. Okay. That's okay. Let's, let's, let's point that out here. Mm -hmm. uh, but we are diehard Clippers fans because of Kevin, and we're going to stay Clippers fans. We're going to some Clippers games next year. I was telling everyone, we had Chris over here. Some you you some and me. And, it is. But you and me and Chris are going to some Clippers let's games, and I'm we're going to do some live stuff uh, from the Clippers games. We're going to be the hardest core Clippers fans there are. I'm. Like, Clipper, Clipper Daryl, be damned. You ain't got shit on Go Tell the Wall podcast because we are going hardcore as far as Clippers fans go. It's be great. I mean, if we can get enough people, I will paint my chest despite the fact that I'm a little overweight. I mean, Darshan's coming. you're pointing at me, Kevin, but no, you're painting your chest too. No. Darshan can paint her chest. Bradley, you in? Bradley's, Bradley's in. We, I, take his shirt off? Somebody, <laughs> somebody count it down. We got three because I know I'm going to make Chris go. So that's three, uh, four, five. How many letters in clip? We got we got a little ways to go. <laughs> we got a little ways to go, out, go yeah. wall fans. Uh, but if you if you become a patron or a Indiegogo supporter, you can definitely be one of the letters in Clippers as we go and be obnoxious at games because I I'm just I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, I can't wait to be a serious 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 Clippers fan. Absolutely. <laughs> And I am a Clippers fan, but like I haven't really been to a lot of to many games in a while. So we're gonna go next year and just just kind of go off, go off. So it'll be fun. Absolutely. You're gonna be there. You're gonna be there. Okay. Yeah. We'll make Darshan the eye. I think it'll work because then she can kind of wear a sports bra and not have to do like indecent stuff, and it's just eye, <laughs> right? Hmm. I mean, I'm not opposed <laughs> to women taking off their tops and painting stuff. I, I just, I feel like, yeah. I, I was going to say, I feel like we'll get kicked they, they, out of Staples Center. Yeah. Right? We'd be the number one fans who can't go to the games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're not allowed at the games anymore. <laughs> but, but, but we're just trying to, nope. <laughs> it is kind of ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, if women want to be, it's fine. I have no problem. I just, you know. Anyway, we're, we're getting tangented a little bit. But the reason I bring Kevin and Darshan in here is for all the support they've given uh, over the almost two years. Wow. Almost two years, for the love of God. And uh, I haven't counted up downloads and, and listens, um, but I kind of did some math in my head. At, like, it is like, well, it's got to be getting close to 100,000. I should do a count where we're at 100,000. Wow. Like, see where we're at 100,000. Because 
Uh, well, because we've done for 60-some episodes, and we average five to 10,000 unique listens per episode. And so it didn't start that way, but if you kind of do a median number, we're getting close to 10,000, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. We really are. Uh, and a big reason for that is Kevin and Darshan. God, it's hilarious. I'm watching Jeff walk across, and I think he's just eating a big piece of tri-tip. And he's dipping it in that salsa stuff. Uh, anyway, it's it's really a large part of that is because of Kevin and Darshan uh, and, and the support they've given. I know, Darshan, you have the words in your face, but your, your whole face is actually on the feed. So <laughs> no, I know, I know. No, this throws me off because when I would do the live feeds, I would go to hold the beer, and I was, like, doing this. And I was, and I was one day I was like, oh, no, it doesn't matter. They all see it. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you to both of you. Uh, oh, Kevin. Uh-oh. What is your fa- Oh, both of you. Oh. I didn't get either one of you. Uh, so, in the fashion of uh, Go Tell the Wall podcast, Star Spangled episode, I need to hear each of your favorite 4th of July foods. And really, this is summer foods, 4th of July foods. Ah. Do I go first? I like veggie dogs. Veggie dogs. Veggie, veggie dogs. dogs, veggie hot dogs. Yeah. Do you have a particular brand? Uh, smart dogs are good. Smart dogs. Smart good dogs. Alternative to meat. <laughs> Wall fans. What are those other ones? Did you eat some of the Polish things? What is it? Tofurkey. Actually, uh, for those of you that aren't vegetarians, I thoroughly enjoy the tofurkey. I see you too, Justin. He's not over there. Ha ha ha. Justin, you're coming over here in a minute. Justin's terrified of the camera. Uh, but I'm a big fan of the Tofurkeys. So, so, it, but Smart yeah, is smart the dogs. brand. Uh, so dogs. for those of you that aren't Smart Dogs, those of you that aren't necessarily vegetarians, there's some out there that are fantastic. I mean, and then we have Kevin, who is, uh, you're a half vegetarian at this point. Are you, are you half, are you half, or did we just give up? I mean, I like to throw labels around, you know. <laughs> but I do have a favorite for the July food. What's that? Please tell me it's meat. Only because no, you were no. a vegetarian it's, at one time. It's actually pancakes. Pancakes. What? So, okay. I, I grew up. I Here, grew up, get it, get it. I'm what you call someone who actually grew up in Southern California. I'm local. Yeah. I'm a local person. No, no, you can stay, Darjan. No, no, we gotta go. They no. got, they're leaving. Oh. They, they were actually Are on you guys leaving? Aww. And so, just up the street here in, pa- in South Pasadena, where I grew up, there would be a annual Cheers. pancake breakfast that the Kwanas would throw and my dad oh. so my dad would grill up pancakes yep. and I would go over and I would go help him make pancakes and we'd eat pan so I associate pancakes with the fourth of July. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah it was great. I actually really love that. Mm-hmm. Especially just the association in general. Yeah. Because so it it's like, not so much your stereotypical It was like a community it was like the whole community came to have pancakes. It was one of those things the town did. So I love that. They still do it. They had one this morning. Did I you did, go? I didn't make it. Ah uh, didn't make it. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Well especially you're mm-hmm. a little you're a little that's a bit of a trek. A little bit. A little bit of a trek mm-hmm. for you. Absolutely. Uh, man, I'm happy about pancakes being pancakes. your thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I just went with grilled meats. <laughs> but on that note, are you how much more how much more meat? So full di- disclosure for everyone out there and on the feed, on the feed and on the podcast, Kevin was a vegetarian, but kind of a not like a vegetarian, but not a hardcore like, like don't you, let your you, meat touch my vegetarian stuff. I mean, yeah, some fish once in a while, but yeah, I've, I'm not back to the grilled meat. So not back yeah, yet. No. Not back yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin's working his way there. Could happen. It's gonna happen. 
<laughs> Shannon's working on it harder than I am. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I've <laughs> seen Kevin eat enough meat around things. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm happy to hear that. I like the pancake stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're definitely going to do some Clippers uh, live feed stuff. And we appreciate you, Kevin, at Go Sell to Wall Podcast. This isn't me pushing you out of the feed. That's okay. No, no. It genuinely isn't. I'm oh, okay. just... I, I don't like... There's literally... So here's the thing, Wall fans, uh, for those of you watching on live feed. list. Usually there is kind of like sections... You know, like, uh, where it's like, here's what we're doing, we have tech and everything else. Today was uh, favorite foods, favorite traditions, social plugs, and Indiegogo, and the beer of the week, and then all of the Im important, I'm hitting the microphone, all of the important people, nobody's getting this fucking shit because it's reconnecting, all of the important people that have supported Go Tell It's a Wall Pot, like, that's literally, it's not even a page, Kev, not even a page. Oh, and the woman climbing the Statue of Liberty, which I talked about with, uh, with Mary, which was important because peaceful protests and all that good goodness and everything else, and we're already we're well over, but we're gonna pull some more people over here. Would you like me to summon the next? No, one? no, you're good. Oh, okay. Let's actually. Uh, what else do we have here, Kev? So we talked about what are some of your favorite uh, summer traditions, like not necessarily food-wise. I mean, I know you're a Dodgers fan, so obviously baseball. Right. But what are some of your other favorites, kind of summer Fourth of July traditions? You know. Grilling, playing games, whatever. Yeah. I mean, the pancake thing. Like, I get the pancake thing because mm -hmm. that's that's more than just eating pancakes. Um, that is, uh, that's an extra. Like, that's a whole event too. Mm -hmm. uh, but what else would there be like summer-wise outside of baseball? I mean, baseball. I think baseball is one of them because I like you and I have gone to baseball games together. I know you enjoy baseball. Well, I mean, being in California, we have opportunity to do things like backpacking and being outdoors, going to the beach. Uh -huh. Um, I'm learning to surf. I was actually surfing this morning, which is why I wasn't at the pancake breakfast. Ooh. But it's a beautiful day out in Malibu today. Um, awesome. Other summer traditions, man. I mean, Southern California is a summer place. That's the thing. It's kind of like summer. It, oh. it feels kind of summery all year round here, you know? It does. So. It does. Yeah. Absolutely. When, and you do a little riding, too. A little riding, cycling. Riding the bike. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. A little you cycling. Know. I like that. Yeah. A little cycling. Yeah, for me, I don't know what it is. I love the beach. Uh, but nowadays, with the little one, I don't have as much time to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. Morgan! Hi, Morgan. There are literally people just arriving at our party. So people are leaving our party, and people are also just arriving. And Morgan's going to make some ridiculous french fries for us. What? You're not making the french fries? Maybe? How's it a maybe? Okay. I'm requiring it of you. Just kidding. You don't have to make. But yes. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Morgan's a good friend of ours uh, hanging out. And he, he has a penchant for making french fries at our barbecues and such. Have you had Morgan's french fries? I'm not. I'm surprised I'm you haven't. I'm ready. Yeah. Uh, then we definitely have to make him make the french fries. And especially because Yeti made uh, some ketchup, some mustard and stuff. I think my kid is asleep now. I'm seeing my wife. That means my kid is asleep. It's good times. I just, I love, like, this is such a new thing. And I think, Kevin, what we got to do is you're a big fan of the podcast. Uh, I think we go more all out next year. I think this is a thing. 
Mm -hmm. And we do a big live broadcast. I didn't do multiple mic setups for today, and I kind of started messing with it, but I was like, you know what? I'm not like I just wanted this just to be kind of casual. Hi, Becky. Becky, do you want to come say hi? You don't have to. Uh, but I was really just trying to keep this casual, and I think next year we can just really go off with it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we got to get like the fun. man on the street. He can like roam the party. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. We should do that. Man on the street. We could do man on the street, just on the street. <laughs> Why not? We There's could. so many ideas. Uh, oh, that's funny. People are searching, searching go tell. You gotta love Facebook. I get all these notifications on Facebook, and they're like, people are searching go tell to wall podcast. Post, and I stopped posting updates on Facebook like a while ago because it was just kind of useless. I don't want to say useless. Mm -hmm. Nothing against Facebook, uh, but I'm putting in more effort than is really worth what we're getting back. Right. You know, because it's really all in the audio. Like, most of it's in the audio. Everyone's a podcast listener, and they like... And that's what you do most of the time, right? Like, you jump on the live feed, but... I do. But, but you're I, more of an audio listener. I listen to it. I do listen to it at, on uh, Spotify, actually, at work. Yeah. yeah. See? And I don't think you get the numbers for Spotify, but I'm sure people are listening. Yeah. We don't yeah. get all the numbers for Spotify. We don't get all the numbers for a couple of those, which is frustrating. Well, and that's the extra fun thing is we, we do five to 10,000 unique listens. What are you trying to do, honey? Turn my wife over. The, the, champ, the wine glass, they're in there. Uh, I got my wife over here looking for, no, 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 uh, up here in one of these small things. No, left, uh, right side. One of them has wine glasses. This is what's happening. We're looking for wine glasses. There's four more down the bottom if you need them. I'm actually hosting a party at the same time we're doing this. Uh, geez, what was I? What were you saying? What was the hell? Were, oh, Spotify. Mm -hmm. Numbers. It's hard to keep track of all those numbers because uh, there's certain other ones where we just don't get the full numbers. And even with Facebook, I mean, you can see it's reconnecting here and there, and it's a whole. That's hilarious because I've got the micro. Oh my gosh. You know what I'm gonna do? I love this, Chris. Chris, Chris, the way I have the mic set up, I'm getting Phoebe loud and clear right now. I'm not saying stop. It's just hilarious because I started getting this daddy in my ear. <laughs> so I have the microphone set up to record kind of on the other side of me and to the side that Kevin and I are standing on. And I just suddenly started picking up Chris's daughter, Phoebe, uh, which isn't a bad thing. It's just it was just funny because I'm picking her. I mean, we're what, 10 feet apart at least? 20? Yeah, we are not close to each other. Uh, but that's the whole fun of this. Oh, she's calling you over there. Shannon's, Shannon's getting you. All right. Better be something good. <laughs> Do you need the room? <laughs> it's all good. No, no, no. You can, I mean, you can. Someone can come over. I don't know who's going to come over here. We're just about done. I think I'm, I think I'm going to close it up anyway. Because uh, we're looking good. And I'm looking at the rest of my party. And really, honestly, I want to go hang out with the rest of these people and just have some fun. And the Facebook live feed is... I'm kind of waiting for that to pick up. But... Who else did... Is there anyone we didn't get? Kevin! Is there someone I did... I'm forgetting that's really, like, wall fan comments. Chris, who am I... Is there... now? Seth, you want to come over here? Seth, come on over here. Seth Seth is a big wall fan supporter. Justin. I know. 
That's the thing. Justin is a big supporter as well, uh, but he will not come over here. He will not. So Seth, we've talked about you a little bit, but what I'm gonna do? We're just we're just finishing up our uh, our uh, Star Spangled episode here. But what I do want to get from you, and we've already we've already stated here that you're a dirty Yankees fan. Uh, so we've talked about that. It's okay. You're not a dirty Yankees. There's nothing. There is. I'm gonna state for the record. There's nothing wrong with being a Yankees fan, especially if you grew up in New York. I think the Yankees fans that pissed me off are the ones that I run into. Uh, I used to run into in the '90s that grew up in like San Diego, and they're like, "I'm a Yankees fan. Why are you a Yankees fan? Because they're what they won three World Series." Okay, no, no, you're not allowed to be. But Seth is a genuine Yankees fan. Uh, Chris and I were talking a little bit. I don't want to get into crazy sports. We were talking a little bit of sports earlier. I think you guys need a. Uh, I think you need a premier pitcher, which I said to you before the season started, and you said no, Severino's going to be okay. But I think you do still need an ace. We don't need to debate that. No. You want to come in here, Graham? Graham, come in here. Graham's going to come in here with Seth. No, but I still need some. I No. Okay, Graham's running away. Uh, Graham is. Graham, come in here. But we're going to talk. And actually, I want some input from you. So first, Seth, the, the main thing we've been asking everyone is what is your favorite 4th of July food? And it doesn't have to be like specific to 4th of Just summer 4th of July food that you enjoy the most? What would that be? Uh, for myself, Sean, that would be just a plain hot dog with some ketchup on it. Oh. A uh, little bit toasty around the edges, a little bit seared on the outside, but still good and juicy inside with a slightly toasted bun. Slightly. I, I, I would just say that is my favorite 4th of July food. I love it. I love it. And uh, probably an all-beef hot dog, right? Uh, no, I don't disagree. Really? You'll um, even go the wieners? I'll, I'll go, I'll go pork, See, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the wieners. Or all beef. I mean, I do prefer Hebrew National because they answer yes. to a higher authority. Yeah. And that's what a, we're cooking a, a at my party today. higher authority. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I, I really don't play favorites when it comes to that. Love it. I love it. I'm not a big fan of the wieners myself, but I do like that. Were the hot dogs acceptable for you today at our oh, party? Oh, they were great. It was the first thing I grabbed off they the They probably could have been done show. a little more. Uh, no, they were perfect. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, Seth is like me. He tends to go a little more done, a little crispier on the outside, which, uh, which, where, what is that? There's a pooper scooper running around our party right now. Please don't let that get near, uh, near anything. Oh, no, that came out of the, the Airbnb. Anyway, I do appreciate that. I'm, I'm a big hot dog fan myself. I like the all beefs. I'm not as, not as non-discriminatory as you because I do prefer the all beef, but I will eat a wiener, um, and especially the Vienna beef. Mm-hmm. What's the New York like? What is there a like a specificity to New York hot dogs or? Oh, I guess I've never really thought about this. I, honestly, I, I know Nathan's are big, but yeah, I, honestly, I really, I really couldn't say if there was. I don't know. Like people have always had it different ways growing up. Like some with sauerkraut, some with mustard. Like mo- I would say sauerkraut and mustard seems to be the most prevalent thing back home. I could be I could be wrong. But what about and maybe the- that was just my family, but I always just enjoyed just ketchup. I like that, that. That was me. See, I'm a ketchup. I like a little mustard myself. But I bring that up because in Chicago, like, it's all Vienna beef. Mm-hmm. Like, Vienna beef, hot dogs, Vienna beef, Italian, everything else. And, oh, our video gave up on us. But it's okay. We're going to finish up the podcast. Um, yeah, see what happens there. Uh, so I do appreciate that. I love I love the hot dog tradition. I think I think I'm close to the hot dog tradition because really for me it's it's bratwurst. And I don't mean to say brats are the same as hot dogs, but I love mm. that pork 
like just grilled, a little crispy on the outside, juicy on the inside on a nice bun. Mm-hmm. And that's the way to go. Absolutely. I like that. I like kielbasa. What do you, oh. Kielbasa. Well, I, I mean, I, I'm a Polak, so I mean, I, I have to love the kielbasa. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, we used to, um, growing up, we always used to do kielbasas, and we would actually marinate them the night before in, ah. uh, in duck sauce. Interesting. Really good. It would, uh, you put a couple holes in it, and then you just leave it all night with um, duck sauce. And I don't mean that sort of like, like, um, not red or pink, sort of that like West Coast duck sauce, but yeah. like, but like the East Coast duck sauce that's more like plum sauce or something like that. It seems like. Okay. Um, and it's kind of like a lighter, um, beige or yellow color. Okay. And um, yeah, we would just get like a big jar of it and just let all the kielbasa soak all night in it. Awesome. And then when you put them on the grill, all of that caramelizes and it's just. It's I like love that. That's out. a good it's call. Wonderful. I should try that out with the brats. Absolutely, that's a good call. What do you think, Graham? Come in here. Come in here. What's your favorite Fourth of July food? Probably hamburgers. Hamburgers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No cheese? Um, yes, cheese. So cheeseburgers. Yeah, cheeseburgers. So you like it. What do you What do you put on a cheeseburger? I mostly do mustard, cheese, and hamburger. Love it. And meat. And meat. Of course. No, the meat. The meat is uh is, is goes without saying. Yeah. I, I yeah absolutely. I love that. My uh, probably favorite burger I've had from any restaurant probably in and out Burger. Oh, see, mm-hmm. Graham's a big mm-hmm. In-N-Out Burger fan. Yep. I like that. We are big In-N-Out Burger fans here. Uh, Dante, how's that tri-tip doing? Nice. Got a tri-tip on the smoker. Uh, so, Graham, additionally, what is your favorite thing to do? And I, and I like this perspective from Graham uh, because he is still in middle school. What is your favorite? I'm going like, into middle school. You're going into, but you're going into middle school. Yeah. Uh, but what is your favorite like summer, spring tradition? What do you like to do? I really just like to be at the beach and oh. on the waves. Very nice. I like it. I'm but a big I beach fan myself. But I also like to just like lounge around and draw. Very nice. That's important too. Absolutely. I do a lot of lounging around myself. <laughs> Uh, that's simply because I have a, a, an 18-month-old that, that saps all my energy, and so I, I lounge around as much as I can when, uh, when she's not sapping my energy. Oh, oh 4th of July. Yep. Wall fans, common sensors. Do you have anything else to say, Graham? I think I we're going to wrap say, up this episode. I think I just want to say one thing. What's that? Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July from Graham. Well Thank said. you. Thank you. Very well said. Well said. Uh, and thank you to Seth Rosenberg, the great Seth Rosenberg, who I didn't point. I maybe I pointed out, but I sh- I should have more. Uh, Seth is also a patron and a supporter of our Indiegogo campaign, so he's ne- like next level as far as supporting the podcast. The rest of you common sensors, wall fans out there, get the fuck on it, because you're not as cool as Seth or the rest of some of these people that are out here as far as supporting the podcast. I'm just kidding. I love each and every one of you, regardless of whether you support the podcast financially. Please just support the podcast by listening, subscribing, share with your goddamn friends, your mother, your father. I understand your mother and father might not like it if they enjoy their ridiculous assault weapons and everything else because America... But you should still share it with them because everyone needs a little bit of common sense in their life. Nonetheless, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, this has been 
the Star-Spangled Episode 4 Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and thank you all for listening. Don't forget to check out our Indiegogo campaign. Follow us on Twitter at TellTheWallPod, at Magic Muppet. Of course, check out SeanO'RourkeLive.com to get all of that good stuff. And we'll see you next week. Same wall time, same wall place. And don't forget, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, social media friends. No matter what you're doing, especially on the 4th of July, no matter where you are, especially on the 4th of July, no matter who you're with, especially on the 4th of July, and no matter why you're doing it, because it's the 4th of July and you're probably going a little crazy, always, always use common sense.